I thought uh, it'd be cool to see if someone with high school level computer science knowledge, which isn't that advanced, could take on an advanced topic like trying to predict the stock market. My name is Rob Van Nood. And I'm Jeffrey Silverstein. You're listening to Elevate, a podcast about big ideas, little projects, and everything in between. Educators and students share their short, elevator pitch-sized stories to raise your awareness of all the interesting things that are going on here at Catlin Gable School. In this episode of Elevate, I sit down with senior Sasha Agapiev to explore the details of a year-long investigation he pursued in the honors computer science class with Andrew Merrill. Sasha's interest in the world of quantitative finance led him to design a project that explored ways to use natural language process algorithms to analyze historical stock market prices and to potentially find some new market patterns. I don't know, I've always been into computer science, data. Those are kind of the things I've been working on. And this year, I was fortunate to be in the year four computer science class, which is like, it's really, it's a really open class. They give you, every student can work on whatever project they want. You get a month to decide some topic that you're interested in, and then you pretty much just spend the entire year working on that. And you have Andrew there to guide and mentor you. And I mean, before I even get started, I think I would recommend everyone take the class. I think the class should actually be, it shouldn't be a year four class, because I think just getting in there and having the freedom to do something you're passionate about and to have the support from Andrew, I think everyone, that's like a really valuable experience. And that's something I'm definitely going to remember after Catlin. And also even just having the confidence at the end of the year, seeing that you've done something pretty significant. I mean, all the all the topics that I saw from my classmates, they were all really high level things. They were all super interesting. So just knowing that you can accomplish something big like that in a year, and it's not even a full year, it's just a class. I think that's something every student should at least have the opportunity to do. I was lucky that I took computer science all four years and it sort of led me up to that. But um, essentially the project that I did, and that's a bit specific, and I'll talk about how I got there in a second, but the project that I did, because I've always also been interested in finance and Callan hasn't really offered any finance or economics classes. I wanted to uh, use my, what I learned in computer science about data analysis and even neural networks, which is, falls under AI, to analyze the stock market. And that seems pretty vague, but I guess the idea was that I thought uh, it'd be cool to see if someone with high school level computer science knowledge, which isn't that advanced, could take on an advanced topic like trying to predict the stock market. And it turns out, I mean, I didn't, it didn't succeed. I didn't predict the stock market. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that to happen, but just I was actually able to get a lot of cool insights about that. Uh, I wrote a lot about what I did and like what I learned, but the, I, um, yeah, I guess the the basis behind my project was using natural language processing to find pat or to match different patterns in the stock market. Sort of how using the same technique that you would to predict which words appear next to each other in a text, 
using that to predict what price shifts in the stock market would appear next to each other. That's like the general overview of what I did. So how did you, um, how did you build the skill set that would allow you to make those connections? I mean, did you have to model out um, that first piece that you were talking about language, the natural language piece? Did you have to build something that would recognize that? Or is that something you borrowed? Or, you know, how much of this was uh, programming that you just created on your own? And how much was it that you worked with other people or, or borrowed ideas? Yeah, so I didn't write the natural language processing code. The this I got the idea from junior year. That was the advanced topics CS class. There we had a whole unit on actual um, neural networks and natural language processing can be a form of neural network. So I guess I got the idea from there. Then we also had a word frequency project, which is, uh, that's even closer to what I did. That project involved like reading through texts and then seeing uh, which words, like what frequency of words appeared and then using word frequencies to sort of generate like mock text. Like you'd have the computer read through a text find out which words appear, how often, and what type of sequences, and then sort of generate a replica of that text using the same frequencies. And that's, I guess, where I got the idea about using natural language processing. And I think I even, back then, I thought of like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you found frequencies of something other than words and used to like make mock replicas of what would happen based on these frequencies. So that's kind of where I got the idea for using natural language processing. Um, the model I ended up using is called word to vec That's a Google model. And yeah, I, like I said, I didn't write any of that. I used their model, but it is, it's open source. Anyone can go use it. So essentially I just downloaded it from there, used, made a couple modifications so that I could actually train it on stock data, not just words. And that's, I built from there. So, a person who doesn't have any or much programming experience might think of something like that idea as like, whoa, that is not only are you dealing with kind of using uh, open source software and pretty complex ideas, like the neural networks is a pretty complex idea in general for, I think, a high school, maybe even, you know, if, if you're a freshman, let's say, yeah. uh, I'm not saying everybody, but I think th those are complicated ideas. Um, what would you say to encourage someone um, that doesn't know much about that um, to do a project like this in programming? Like what, what's, what are some of the cool things that you did or discovered along the way that you don't necessarily have to be like this brilliant programmer to to discover. And I'm not saying that you're not, but I'm wondering, like, you're borrowing different ideas um, and not writing everything. Yeah, well, I'm definitely not a brilliant programmer, <laughs> just to, like, I mean, just to begin. And also as a freshman, definitely wasn't thinking, that, like, having these big ideas. That sort of just came uh, as, as the more I was learning, I guess, the more computer science classes I took, the more different topics I was introduced to, and then you sort of can make the connections on your own. And I think that's that's just what most of my classmates did too. But I don't know if that answers your question again, you were asking. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm re- I think what I'm really curious about is, you know, you're, you opened up saying that it would, been, it would have been great to have a class like this, a possibility like this maybe earlier on. Oh, um, yeah. And I'm just wondering if um, what that would feel like or look like for someone who's, uh, you know, 14 or 15 year old who had, you know, hasn't had the experience of several years of, of classes or having done three years of computer science. Um, what, like what a big project might look like or feel like for them, would it feel too overwhelming, um, to take on something like that? Well, one suggestion I would have just to begin with is that a lot of the topics, like I, like you said, they do sound complicated to begin with, but in reality, they're not really that complex when you get into it. Like I said, I wasn't writing the natural language processing software. Like I just took that from Google and I found that through my own research, but I know Catlin, all Catlin students are really good at research to begin with. That's something Catlin emphasizes a lot and taught me really well, like my first few years. I def- I think as a freshman, I think that is a bit too early. I take back what I said about like <laughs> doing research as a freshman. You do need some foundational knowledge, but uh, I guess my advice would be just go out there and start reading. And don't be intimidated by uh, what, like, preconceived notions you have about what's complicated and what's not. Because, like, yeah, AI and uh, machine learning, all those things are big buzzwords and that big companies talk about. And that you associate that with being complicated. But I think if you have, if you just think and do the research and, like, try to come up with these connections on your own, and they might be far-fetched, so they might not actually make any sense. Uh, but you still can get something useful out of that. And I think even with basic programming, I think it's worth doing the research. Uh, I, I don't think you could actually... There, Yeah, you're a bit limited in what you can do when you have less programming experience, but the idea is still there that you can go out and like think about these different connections that you can make. So I'm curious in that regard, uh, how did Andrew support the work you were doing as you were doing this? Because it sounds like you had a lot of opportunities to kind of explore your on your own and kind of make it happen. Um, what role did he play for you in this process along the way over the year? Um, he sort of, well, he was a mentor the whole time. Uh, I guess he did help me stay grounded. You know, it's easy to one really hard thing about research is that there's a lot of data that you can think about. There's a lot of information out there and it can be pretty overwhelming to sort of think about, oh, I might be missing something. I'm not using enough or maybe I'm using too much info. Andrew was sort of always there to keep me on track and say, you know what, you have to, you actually have to get something done. Like you have a, (laughs) like you can't get caught up in all this. You should just stick to your plan. And Beyond that, I mean, he was helping me a lot with the code. He, he, he has a lot more expertise with how, I mean, obviously the fundamentals. So whenever I was having bugs, he would help me with that. And he, one thing I really appreciate about Andrew's teaching this year is that there were so many different topics going on. I was wondering how he as a teacher would teach all these different kids, but he was super open to like learning from every kid and trying to understand what their project was and he was actually, he, um, I mean, that's just him because Andrew's a really smart guy, but he caught on to what I was doing really quick. And he actually helped me make 
these pretty big breakthroughs at certain times through the year. So, uh, and yeah, also just, you know, pushing me and like keep reassuring me throughout the project. So uh, I'm, I want to go back to another thing you said is early on, you said you had this idea that you wanted to try to figure out how to predict things in the stock market. But at the same time, you knew that you probably weren't going to be able to do that. Yeah. So some people might think, well, why would you continue to do that? Like what drove you, if you knew you probably couldn't do that, what drove you in this process? Yeah, I should just say that that's not a good mindset to have when you're doing research. I mean, in any project, there's potential that it's going to work out. But the reason why I thought that is that just um, in predicting the stock market, so many people have tried to do that. And it usually never works out too well. And I was thinking like, oh, wow, these people with PhDs in math and computer science can't figure it out, then there's no way a normal high schooler is going to be able to do it. But that didn't deter me. And also, which I, I, I think that that to me, that's what I was asking you about. I think that's uh, take some strength of mind to be willing to be like, PhDs can't figure it out, but I'm going to jump in there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, I guess that's a personality trait. I've always been a bit stubborn and I guess that could be considered stubborn or optimistic. But uh, I mean, to me, the point wasn't. There was a point when I said to myself, okay, I'm probably not going to be rich off this, but I could find some really interesting new connection or some new breakthrough. And even if I don't, there's this field like using natural language processing and finance that isn't a big field to begin with. So me like writing about what I'm doing and actually getting out into that field, I got connected with a lot of people who are also working on it because it was such a small field. There's not that much going on. So it was a good way for me to enter into it. I mean, if I was doing something that was more, you know, not uh, guaranteed or more, you know, less volatile, there would be a lot more competition and it'd be harder to like, sort of break into that as a newcomer. I guess that was my motivation behind it. A big part of it was sort of getting myself out there like on the Internet and like showing that I'm interested in this. So what's next? I mean, what's the, you're graduating and you're, you're going off, you did a senior project that had something to do with, with looking at, at finance. Yeah. Um, where, where are your, where do you want to go with this? Well, I'm definitely going to keep working on my project. The class is done, but the project's still here right now. I mean, I have the code that works. Hopefully I'm going to make an actual interface so that people could use it. Like right now, my code actually does give predictions. I think it'd be nice to have you know, like some place where users can go on a website and click on the chart and like have that be a nice display. But I still think, I mean, there's a lot of research that can be done here. That's, I mean, finance, computer science, those are all things I'm going to continue in college. So uh, this experience just for me, just learning how to do research, learning how to try something new, that's definitely going to carry forward for me. And I mean, whether or not I keep researching, it's like predicting the stock market, it's still going to have value, I think. Great. Well, thank you, Sasha, for coming and chatting and sharing your experience. I, I'd like to put some links, um, so maybe some websites. You have some, some things we can put in the description if people want to know more about it. Um, and maybe put a, an email address that people can contact you if they have questions or are curious yeah definitely yeah just reach out to me if you have any questions 
uh, I definitely recommend trying that, trying the class, like I said. Great, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> you.